You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 255 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Wait, this is 256. I didn't change this. 256. Sorry. 256. Shane, how are you doing, my man? Doing good. Feeling good. Well, you know what, folks? We were just in the middle of a conversation before we started recording. Decided Uh to turn on the old recording machine. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about how I just saw the Misfits in Las Vegas last Saturday night. The original Misfits. With Jerry, Glenn, Doyle, and Doyle, and Dave Lombardi on the drums. And uh, I was just giving Shane some good news because it's like, you know, listen, I've <clears throat> I saw Danzig last year, or yeah, what twenty eighteen, right? And he was very serious. He was very, you know, I mean, he was He's a whatever. serious guy. But dude, the best thing is he was out there, and it seemed like the dude was having the greatest time of his life out there. Talking to the people in the in the audience. And the thing is, is it's like they played every single one of their songs yeah. because they're all two minutes a piece and they had to do like an hour and a half. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're what their longest song is maybe four minutes, four and a half minutes. See, I don't even know. But the thing is, they played so like they I was like, I forgot about this song. I forget, you know, all this stuff like that. And it's good to see that they're still I'd like to see the misfits. I've seen all of the misfits in different incarnations uh-huh uh but i've never seen the misfits with glenn danny you know what's funny is i hear that they're they're selling tickets for 250 dollars oh, yeah. like to their shows I've, I've heard that i can't i haven't verified <clears throat> pardon me guys i still have the the uh, a little bit of the uh, cold going on the summer cold but uh no i heard they're 250 bucks and in the best thing about them playing at psycho is they were included with the uh, price, which was less than 250 bucks. How many tickets do you think they sell to that thing? I have no idea. I mean, because it's just, it, it's basically a band you get, uh-huh. and you can go through to this concert, that concert. Yeah, there's, that- there's three venues going constantly, so you got to kind of plan out your day. You know, and, and I mean, sometimes we even split. Like, I want to see half of this band, and then after a few songs, I want to run over here. Like, we did that with a band named Weed Eater. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't Weed Eater. No, it wasn't Weed Oh, no, Weed Eater. Okay, no, Weed Eater came because I think Rotting Christ couldn't get in there. No, I don't know why I thought Weed Eater. But we did that a couple times. I can't remember. No offense, but the whole weekend's a blur. Yeah. But anyway, That's so. That's the way those rock concerts should be, is a complete blur. And the the best thing about the Misfits, I think, is they were the biggest rock stars there. Because they, I mean, they, oh, yeah. they had their whole like set up, all their speakers with the... With their logo if on it. And- it, that's that's the that's the uh, cream on top of the cake. Absolutely, that is the 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 pudding. What do they put on top of cakes? Pudding. Yeah, uh, cre- uh, fon- fontaine. Uh, yeah, icing, yeah, they are the icing kings. Here's that, here's the problem. You, though. If you do that, it's like the misfits. Who headlines over them? No one. I'll tell you. 
Metallica, but they're not going to do it yet. Oh, and the and the funny thing is, is they were only on the bill because Megadeth had to had to uh, bow out of go. it because of uh, Dave Mustaine's throat cancer. And that's there. okay. That, that yeah. No, but that's awesome. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> I would have. I'm glad I saw him. I mean, those still aren't my favorite songs. I'm not going to lie. I know this. It pisses everyone off. But Michael Graves' era is still my favorite era. Sure. Uh, of their of their music and stuff like that. Yeah, right? I love both eras. I think I might like the Glenn Danzig a little better, but I love but all let's of put Michael it this way. Graves' There's stuff, too. The the Glenn Danzig era is a much more like huge deal to the world of music. I mean, without without Danzig, the old Danzig, without those four dudes, right? Right. There wouldn't be a ton of other stuff. You know right. I mean, they're yeah. kind of like the pioneers where Michael came in, it at, at a good time and just had a couple of great albums and then. But what the, well, what Michael did was brought him back from the dead. Oh yeah, because the Misfits were dead and gone, and when they got that guy in the band and they started writing music with him, it totally revived. Who? What Misfits? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, so he literally brought that band back from the dead. Well, and that's good, why good Jerry Only could go out and do that solo stuff, and that's after, why he's they're still out there playing now. And probably. that's why, yeah, even I though mean, that was twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was fun. Uh, anyway, this episode, we are talking about a band that I actually did see over in Las Vegas while I was I there. want every juicy detail. Oh, man. And I will give it to you because I was, I was, I'll save it. We're talking Idle Hands, their album from 2019 called Man Up. Did I, did I just uh, butcher that? My voice is, like my I can't even talk right now. Like, my whole face is stuffy. This is going to be rough. It's going to be rough, but you yeah, know what? Well, you're 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 the king of horror podcasts. Well, I also feel like I'm I'm not even I'm one in right now, so you can uh, do it. It'll, it'll happen. The pain will go away. Anyone that can do it, I know it's you that can do it. <laughs> oh, we both done it before. Yeah, in the past, we we have done it. We will do it again, and you will do it today. Uh, we're also talking about a movie from 2014 entitled Summer of Blood, which was. Uh, kind of a horror comedy that we will talk about. So um, it is that movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, because that's the right one. When you said Summer of Blood, yeah. I hunted around for hours going, where 1980 what? It's got to oh, be no, 80 something. And then I went, oh, okay. Yeah. It's got to be this 2000, what, 14 uh-huh. movie. Okay. And why in the hell <laughs> is it 2014 uh-huh. and that Summer of Blood is... The perfect title for an 80 slasher. Film. God, that's a great question. That's a, you know, what's funny is I'd never even heard of this till like a year ago. Jen was like, Jen, it's weird because when Jen and I, we pick movies, right? Yeah. And when I go to pick you the movie, you know exactly what kind of movie it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's per, you know, it's this, this. She's a little bit, uh, she's more more country you're a little more more rock and roll but she'll pick something that i'll be like oh it looks so normal and dumb or looks lame but it's her turn so you got to respect that right so and then she'll pick one that every once in a while that's really good you know and i'll be like holy shit i never would have picked that you know so and this was one of those about a year i just started going what the fuck summer of blood is the perfect title (laughs) for a horror movie yeah exactly like a like a serial killer movie from uh like the 83 or something like that yeah it's like no one ever came around to that you know even with friday the 13th and shit they're like no summer of blood no summer of blood it should have been like a yeah like a camp like a camp out like type of uh oh that would have been perfect Maybe that's why they didn't do it. And it turns out there was just a whiny uh, Turkish guy who turns into a vampire. Oh, what? Turkish? (laughs) Turkish. Yeah, well, whatever. So, um, okay. So I've got a couple of things. I want to mention one thing. 
we did mention that we're talking about Idle Hands. By the way, Idle Hands is coming to Salt Lake. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, they have support from uh, Uncle Ass and the Deadbeats, who I uh-huh. also saw. And, oh, you saw them this oh, time? Oh, they were great. Like, I saw them just the other day. They were so... Uh, like Uncle Wait a minute. Deadbeats. Is my eye... I, I feel like I had the same thing last time. No, I've not, I'm not, not even looking right at your there. eye. No. I what? wonder if it's this fan. It might be, but I'm getting this cold thing that comes well, down. We right. can turn off the fan. No, if no, you want. keep that. Turn that fan on higher if you can. <laughs> yeah, we can. No, but anyways, Uncle Acid. Uncle Acid. By the way, they were great life too. They sounded perfect, like the voice and the just. Oh my! It was it was amazing how good they sounded. Yeah. Uh, but then there, uh, King Diamonds opening up for all the rest of them. So, King, uh, that was a lot. That Diamond. was a lot. Law. Obviously, they're supporting King Diamond, but uh, right. Come on. I already bought my tickets, so I'm going. New album called The Institute uh, to follow. Is it out? I was going to say, it's not out no, yet. No, it's is it? not out yet. Oh. But perhaps it will come out I hope at it some is. point. I hope Maybe it's a, so when's it? September? It's November 23rd. In November 23rd. So yeah, it's probably, dude. I hope so. I'm so it, pumped. His new album's probably going to come out. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to go, allow me to perform it for you live here. I would love, I would love to have that happen. I'm pumped. You know, I I saw him what three times. He came to Salt Lake twice. I know you've seen him so many more times. I saw him once with you. Yeah, he came twice to Salt Lake, two years in a row, both around Halloween. Then you went to Idaho. And then we went to Idaho to see him up there with uh, Slayer. The, and, some uh, people say you to pimp Idaho. Oh, good one, Idaho. I get that. See, that's fun. But I'll tell you what. Uh, this will be your fourth time seeing Kingy Diamond. And every single time I am left walking. It's funny. I t- like a buddy of mine from work came, like a non-rock and roll buddy of mine, right? Oh, is that the Paul, same guy? that? Paul. Oh, is my, my buddy Paul. Oh, that's right. And he came. He's like, what do you? He's like, hey, I was talking about it. And I'm like, hey, we're going to go up to this thing. He's like, hey, can I come? I'm like, duh. Absolutely, yeah. you can come. So he went up. He bought a King Diamond hat, a King Diamond shirt. He was so pumped for King Diamond. And like, he was like, he... He was getting up. The, he's he's my age too, but this was like two, three years ago. Right. He got in the. He, I was actually more. He got in the, in, in the. He got in the mosh pit because he'd never been to a concert like that before. So he went down there and was like, coming out all sweaty. He's like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life." I'm like, "Holy wow, yeah!" Well, me and Jared were just kind of like, "Yeah, we, you know, we've been here before." You oh know, like, shit! It was so fun. you guys didn't even get in and bash him around. <laughs> oh no, we. <clears throat> pardon me, we did. You didn't but, give him his comeuppance? Oh, you need to learn something here, No, boy. because he's my friend. No, I, I wasn't trying to teach him the ropes, because it's not like he was making that his lifestyle change. Or Although like he, he bought a hat and a shirt and, and shirt. then put them on and got right in the mosh pit. You're like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember it was so it was so. You got to save that stuff that and put it on room. like four days after the concert. He didn't know correct protocol. I know. He'd never you know, been. You know, it you don't matter. put it right on and then go, I'm getting in the mosh pit. Because right. then they go, oh, this guy needs to get moshed. You know who's playing Salt Lake tonight? Who? ACDC? <sighs> no, it's a oh. quiet riot. Wow. Oh. They're playing today. And I looked at a picture of him, right? And I think Frankie Benali is the only like original member and got all these like hair metal. He's the only original member, but there was a point there where he was out sick. Oh, really? And they did shows without Frankie Benali. So it's like you can't call yourself Quiet Riot if there ain't a dude, fucking. You know guy what's in so funny? Band. I was that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know what? Every once in a while you'll switch some part of the band like like the Misfits played without Doctor Chud or or whatever, right, 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 right. But that's one. But so now you you switch two, you switch three, and now there there's there's three non 
normal people, and then one Frankie Benali. But when, but when Frankie Benali wasn't, when he wasn't there, they still called it Quiet Riot. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Is that unbelievable? I mean, it's like. I mean, well, Kiss talk about it. They're saying, well, there might be a time when none of us are in the... But they're just going to be like Kiss, the next generation. It's that They should do it like you a just... Star Trek thing. There's Star Trek, there's Star Trek, the next... They should yeah. be Kiss, Kiss the Next Generation, Kiss Enterprise, Kiss my Kiss ass, Deep Space Kiss Nine, this, yeah, you know, all this oh, stuff. Deep so. spa- Kiss <laughs> Deep, Deep Space Nine, dude. I'm on board for that. Right? Uh, they'll have a female lead singer. They got Quarg singing all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> like green ladies who are hot as shit. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. So Quiet Riot's here tonight. I just wanted to mention that because it's so... I'm not going because it's at the Royal, number one. Hey. And number two, hey, we're going to be podcasting. And number we're, three... We're trying to serve chicken wings here. Exactly. Don't spill your beer on our floor. Yeah, yeah don't. And kind if you do, place. if you do, here's a mop. You go mop it up. Quiet Riot without... Uh, or with, with or without Frankie Benali, perfect yeah. place for the Royal. Exactly. That's just, I, like I've said. I told. I've said a hundred times. That's the time. That's the place I actually walked in to maybe grab a drink. But I actually walked in and saw Pod play a whole show. So it's you know. Like, and I heard a couple of jams of that the other day on the Spotify, and uh-huh. I went, "That ain't fucking too shabby." I kind of like. They that were shabby hippie. live. Were they? It was bad news. Yeah, well, no. Whatever well, song no, I heard, no, I was I'll like, tell you oh, why. that ain't, we are, we are. I was like, but they were, remember, bad. remember how Come you on. used to dance or jump around or, or do like this with your arm? Oh, yeah. New metal? Yeah, they were so, they're that. doing, they're doing all the new metal stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys. Yeah, they're still doing, doing that, it. Yeah, I remember going. that fucking slam the basketball yeah, from high. Exactly. They're dribbling the basketball from six foot yeah. high in the air. And it's just like, dude, you're doing that in 2019? Yeah. Nuts. I'm going to eat chicken wings, baby. No, I was Fuck that. I was right there. It wasn't a full house, so I had plenty of room to sit there comfortably and have my elbow out with my drink and not get spill and whatever. Sometimes those are the greatest nights of your life. Uh, I was by myself, and I was just like going home. I'm like, yeah, why not? And it turned out that it was fine. Yeah. I, it was fine. Whatever. So I want to brag for a minute. Oh. Okay. You haven't bragged already. No, You're talking no, about I, no. I want to talk. Hands. I want to talk about, about. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about Psycho Las Vegas. Okay. I probably so it was from Thursday to Sunday, right? But I, all I want to do is like I saw thirty bands. I wrote. Oh, a, I wrote a list. All you want to do I wrote is a have list some of fun. Some I just had fun. I was like a Until girl. Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I wrote down in no particular order the best bands. Oh, Mork, a black metal band from Norway. They came down, played in the House of Blues. They kicked a lot of ass. Mork? Mork, like Mork and Mindy. Oh. Um, I've already signed on for that. A I band doubt. named Candy, which is kind of this hardcore, this little skinny guy screaming. He, they were super fun to watch. Candy. 1349, Bad Religion. High on Fire was pretty good. Yeah. Lucifer. Remember? We did them on the oh, yeah. with, the, with the female Whole, lead singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was out on the on the beach the first day, so I was right up in that. And then and right uh, up in the sausage. Yeah, exactly. Coming down the side you of her were, leg in that uh, onesie she was wearing. Right up in that uh, sex sexual zone. Do you remember ASG? Yes. Sunrise. Great. Yeah. And great. I saw them. They were great. And then wow. obviously Idle Hands. Uh, an old, I guess they're like a like a kind of a crossover thrash band, Violence. Oh, Do you remember yeah. That? Old so they school. Were, yeah, that's what I'm old saying. Old school. Like, like legit, like, er, like. Exodus, Anthrax. That's what I'm saying. They, I mean, these West were older Coast. dudes. Yeah, yeah it was this. It was that was a great. They're show. like the beginners of the thrash, and so, that's what I'm wow. saying. So that that was a that was a sweet treat for me. Uncle Acid, obviously, Corrosion of Conformity, Carcass. 
was yep. amazing. They were going to hit you with some uh, heart work. Yo, are you kidding me? Of course I didn't. And those guys were, those guys were like still killing it. Yeah. You know, and it's like they are so. It's amazing to me how guys that I mean have been doing it that long who still sound like they have every bit of fire in them that I've ever had. Right. Right. So, and that was awesome. Clutch was amazing. Clutch. Of course, you know Clutch is going to be amazing. They played oh, yeah. a lot of stuff from their new album, A Book of Bad Decisions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they played some of their old favorites like Space Grass and all that X-ray stuff. Vision. X-ray yeah. played that and Thunderbirds, you know. Yeah. Or Firebirds. Yeah. And then, obviously, Opeth was the pinnacle of amazingness for me. But uh, let's just go ahead and move on, shall we? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We talk. I, I'm sorry. I had to get I all mean, that out of my chest. How great is that, though, that you saw that many bands? Dude. What is the ticket price for that? I think it was, like, pay? it was like 250 275 bucks for three days. And then I had to I had to spend an extra $50 bucks, uh, for the pool party, which was Lucifer, ASG, Idle Hands, Corrosion and Conformity. Right. You know, a bunch of but stuff that's like that. Like, so, no, it's like... It was like it's like five, four days of just pure... Yeah. Walk in, walk out. Party and by the on, way, party out. I feel like I feel like I'm the first person to ever do this. So there's this uh, this drink here in Salt Lake by Squatters. They, Squatters, a Utah company, puts it out. It's called Grandeur Peak, and it's kind of one of those seltzer type things, right? So we got like eight 12 packs, and we brought it from. Salt I love Lake. Squatters. I've never heard of this. But. Oh, it's good. It's it's really good stuff. But I feel like I'm the first person ever to smuggle alcohol from Salt Lake. Into, into Las Nevada. Vegas. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's like, no, it was cool though, too. You dude. might be the first person to smuggle it over the point of the mountain and then down into <laughs> Right. It's like, my God, I'm breaking all kinds of laws down here. <laughs> no, it was great because we just threw it on. All you needed to do is have some cash for the bellhop because he put it all, he just loaded it all up, put everything. We had the heaviest thing. Here's 20 bucks. Thank you, sir. Dumped it in the tub, ice it, and Fuck it was there yeah, all dude. week. If you're a bellhop down there, we you're brought like, home. Dude, you hit me with a fucking twenty, boy. Well, that's all I had as a problem. I didn't. Well, I'm saying you know, I'm your best fucking pal. Oh yeah, I'll we, do it. How it, many people get in there? Old people get in there. Like, <laughs> oh, the problem is you go down there, you have to know that this shit's like you're tipping. We, you know what? We valeted our car for four days, you know, and so right. it's like, go ahead, take it. I don't want to see my car for four days. I don't need it. And when the guys I, did like, I want to like see Ferris Bueller? They're like, Fuck yeah, in yeah. the Kia Soul. Yeah, they took the Kia Soul out for a fucking like, like, let's fucking tear the ass out of this thing, dude. Man. Like, it's funny because you you pulled up. There's like all these sports cars with like these rich Middle Eastern dudes, and then there's the Kia Soul, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this. We're valeting, and you know we paid for parking. It was amazing. It was it was goddamn. It was such a fun. Yeah, show. guess what car so they fun. took? They took your Kia Soul. No, they did not. No, because they said, "Man, no, fuck because that. I checked We're the miles." Fucking Kia. I checked oh. the miles in to make sure that's not oh, that's not true at all. That's all not right. true. All right, so why don't we get into voicemails, Shane? Why don't you tell the folks about voicemails? What we do is we ask a question every episode. We ask you a question. We beg and plead with you to call in because we're not monsters. <laughs> no, we're not. We want to hear your beautiful, delectable, delicious, delightful voices. At 385-351-9273. We ask you a question, and then at the end of that episode, you call it in. You hear this, you call it in for the next episode, and we are delighted, and we love it. So the question that we asked last episode, and I know that I'm in danger with spoilers with this one. I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, What are some of the horror movies whose endings were amazing, regardless of whether the movie itself was amazing? What films ended in spectacular fashion? Uh, try to avoid spoilers, but if you do spoil, then I ask for it, and it's all my fault. So we got uh, Mark from Chicago up first. Ah, the Windy City. Here we go. 
Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Mark from Chicago calling in for the What's up? episode. Uh, what do you feel, in your opinion, is the best horror movie ending? Um, I got two of them for you. It's here. We're going to go with number one is Sleepaway Camp number one. Duh, of course. That's an amazing a ending. fantastic ending, and nobody expected it ever since they originally saw it. So Anyone who expected fantastic. that is lying. And the second one was The Taking of Deborah Logan. Now, I'm not oh, going to yeah. spoil either of them for anybody, even though this is a spoiler-filled episode, but still. Um, I think that... Yeah, that was pretty good, huh? That I don't remember. That thing was fucking great. I remember the snake thing. Yeah. That right. was pretty well, good. Well, you guys have a good one. Peace. So, okay, so I think... Mark, that's I probably what he's you, talking you about. son of a guy. I love yeah. him, too. Yeah. He's, well, I know you love him, but I also love him, too. Oh, I just want to make... Well, it makes me feel bad when you're trying to, like, one-up me on love for Mark. Oh, no. We all love... We all love Equally, Mark. right? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm a yeah. bigger guy, so my heart's bigger, maybe. So you probably love a little more, <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah, the the ending of that, and he just reminded me of that. Yeah, that was no, kind I, of a, like a if, well. If that was the part... If it's the part I'm thinking of, I remember thinking... Holy shit! This show paid off, and it was like you know you watch that show. I'm like, it's pretty good, you know, whatever. Then I saw that, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah. By the way, Rex like that. The ending of Rex, but the thing is, is in the Rex as a movie was amazing, right? Oh, totally. But till that very end with that thing, and that was a damn yeah. That wasn't my answer. I just just thought of that. That was like, literally creepy to me. Like that the, that, that movie gave me an, the creeps as, as, as an, an old man. man yeah. yeah. And is I that what going, you were going to say? I was going to say, as oh an old gosh. man, it hey. gave me the fucking creeps. How about that? Cool. Because it was like one of those, you know, you got the, what, the 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 spy cam? What do they call that? Infrared? Or the, oh, the the night cam. Night night vision on. By the way, And then you, you hear some slumpy dumpy going on there. And I'm like, why slumpy is- Slumpy dumpy? You, you hear that. Oh, yeah, right, right. Okay. I'm like, what I didn't know is that, that was slumpy, slumpy dumpy, dumpy going oh, okay. on there? <laughs> Then all of a sudden I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that is of nightmares that I'm going to have the minute I turn this off and go to sleep. By the way, do you know what I'm doing tomorrow? Speaking of uh, night vision cameras. Uh, I'm going to say you're going down to the BYU campus to look through windows of, of the, the sorority. Actually, place. I might do that Sunday night, but tomorrow night, which is Saturday, we're going down ghost hunting with oh. a... Uh, with at Fear Factory, like at, that at Fear Factory. Hold on a minute. How like did the, you get a permit for that? Uh, I bought tickets to with a guy with Grim Ghost Tours here in Salt Lake City. Oh, I, I bought tickets for all my kids and and stuff like that. All right. Can you branch off inside there? Or I don't do you know. Have but here's no. But here's some. Jerk it's not. It's not like, like a. It's not like a ghost tour. It's not like here's where. Burp, 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 burp. It's no, ghost it, hunting. It's like because the thing is, they're like bring all your own stuff, and I bought a bunch of stuff. I even have a camera. I got a. I bought a camcorder a little while back with night vision, Liking so you can it. see that. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. It's, good. it's tomorrow night, like at nine p.m. I'm taking the boys, Eve, the ex-wife, and we're all going. That's fantastic. As long care. as the jerk isn't with you the whole time. No, I feel like we're gonna do our own. Like I'm gonna make a video of Ashton, my oldest son, who's twelve years old, and he's like I'm saying, we're gonna go there. We're gonna make some pre some pre-hunt stuff. Yeah. He's going to explain where all the, Hi, all the equipment. Hi, I'm Ashton, and yeah. we're here to investigate this place. There's hobos that have died there over mil- millennia. Millennial. Since they since they put the golden spike down, yep. there have been hobos and other people that have died on And not tracks. just that, but that's been a good place for, like, murders. Mieres. Oh, yeah, dude. Perfect. Yeah, that's where I would 
take the people I want to murder. That's if a- I was to murder people. <laughs> Well, you can't now because it's all you know. They got a good. Now it's a big. We got we got to figure it out. We're gonna do. We're gonna do it. It's gonna be a fun time. Speaking of a fun time, Tony Zoni. Oh, the Z Man. Hello, my sweet boys. This is Tony out in Arizona. Question of the episode had to do with uh, movies that uh, horror movies that you like the ending of. I'm gonna change it a little bit in that I'm just gonna recommend some movies that. I actually kind of like the ending of. Now, the first one is going to be Lords of Salem. Well, oh, yeah. I thought the movie had a, the lot, I mean, a lot of flaws. I loved that movie. I did like the ending of it. I did, too. Uh, is that her right? There are a couple other movies that Rose maybe you wouldn't necessarily no. consider them horror, but they could be considered maybe thriller or just you know just regular old movies. Plus, but there's no uh, under the skin, uh, the Scarlett oh, Johansson yes. movie. I, I like the that movie that. freaked me out a bit because the movie it was kind of real. Talked about when I was able to appear on the show, Mandy. I like I like the ending of that. How that oh, ended up. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, which is a Kurt Russell movie. I need to watch that again. Honestly, uh, Jen's never there seen it. So is I gotta watch a it. movie, and I don't know uh, who the the little girl is. She's uh, uh, an actress that was actually did pretty good. But anyway, the movie was called The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh I yes, really liked how that. Huh. It was kind of a futuristic zombie movie, it's sort of a, a zombie type movie, and they are doing these uh, experiments with children and trying to figure out sort of what's going on. And anyway, that was a good. It's not Corey Moretz, that. is it? No. Uh, the last one I think I would recommend would be a Vince Vaughn movie called Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine. I saw that. So that, that was would wicked. be kind of it for recommendations. Really? I guess if I had to also maybe do a, something a little different, which we could say is maybe movies or series, TV shows, whatever, that kind of really screwed the pooch at the end. Dexter. I would say Dexter would be one. Also, Game of Thrones, how that ended oh, yeah. would be. Yeah, that was rough. Anyway, that's about that. it, I guess, as far as question of the episode. A little bit of advice for little baby Ritzy there. He's not uh, here yet. Uh, sometimes I think little baby Ritzy's mouth gets a little bit ahead of his brain, especially when he's like, oh, yeah, that's Thank the movie you. where everybody was murdered at the end. <laughs> Thank you. You know, uh, as a guy who I don't like getting spoilers, I know there's a lot of other people who it doesn't really matter whether they uh, a movie gets spoiled or not. Was it last it's, time you got in a fight? Come on, little no, baby it wasn't. Ritzy. Don't make me come out there. <laughs> and paddle your little bottom till it's red and swollen and sore. Listen, we took you him know, off the street. Thank you. We rescued All him. All right. Uh, Who's that? Who's that? Is it. Thank you. It's Corey Graham. I love Corey. I love you, Tony Zoni. Well, you, well, you have to realize about Ricky, and he'll if he were here, I would say this to his face. Right. So we start doing a podcast, and all of a sudden, this little puppy comes up, and he's like, "Hi." I need I need a home to be loved, and I and I and I really need some s- yeah. security in my life. He is life. a sweet little puppy. So we we brought him in, and and uh, we're trying to fucking take, slap him you around know what? and get him in. When shape. you take a rescue, it's not going to be perfect from the start. Okay, True. you've got to do a lot of work. There's a lot a, of but, hitting, but, but there's a lot of love that comes with it too, and so that's why we do it because we both love hard love. We love Ricky. A lot of hitting, smacking, slapping. But every once in a while, he needs the uh, tough love. Shaking around. Well, he's, he's not a baby. So he doesn't fine. have a yeah. He doesn't have that soft skull. <laughs> so we can. I don't shake know. Maybe around. he does. I. Before the night's over, I'm going to touch his his head, and we'll see if he does. Yeah. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. What I I'm won't doing. tell him you're going to do it, but it'll be fun to watch. 
All right, next we got uh, Ty or Die, my uh, Psycho Las Vegas weekend best buddy. Psycho Las Vegas. Hey, guys, this is Ty. Um, to answer this week's question. Can I pause it real quick before Ty gets going? I want to say one thing about how awesome Ty was to hang out with. Like, So we, we go to the play. We go to some show, stuff like that. And he's hitting on like all every the, woman, like all the like all these women stuff like that, and they're all, "Hey, Ty," you know. And they're like, "He's just oh, like, they were saying, hey, Ty.' <laughs> no, I mean we we're talking, and they're like getting numbers stuff like that. I'm like, man, Ty he is working this the, shit, man. He was working it, and I'm like, I am watching a master at work, really, right now. It's like he was getting all the numbers. He was just like, "Hey, there's a lady that's selling the food." He's like, uh, you know, I'm from Salt Lake. So, but guess what? Maybe tonight we go on to get off freak on. And so oh Ty was doing God, all that. He was stuff. working it. He was, and I was. It was a joy to be. Did you see anything inter? You know, like a situation go down? Like no, I didn't. Like uh, you know, hey, she's got someone. Mike, can you watch the fish taco stand for a minute? Because we're gonna go. Fuck. No, but I would have. But yeah. I would have, of course. I mean, Ty, Ty, and I mean, I've got his back in any situation ever. Sure. So it's like. Plus, I probably would have snuck in a couple fish tacos, and that would have been beneficial for Why all wouldn't of us. you? Well, duh, right? Dude, I if I like got to watch a... the stand where you go make love to this woman, I'm going to fucking eat a couple fish tacos. Uh, at least a couple. Sorry, sue me. I was off the diet, man. We were eating like shit. Really? For four straight days. Spe- Never mind. What is, the, what is the local, the, what, what was the closest fast food joint where you were at? See, we never left the, we never left the, uh, the uh, the hotel the, or the the whole resort right we did, I mean so we we ate a lot of uh, pizza from the this place that sucked but it was it was a good restaurant inside we brought peanut butter and jelly for the room so did we you get have any a, steak you know, and lobster like no we didn't because by the time we had any time to eat like good food everything was close so we had to go to this one place that they were f- terrible like did you guys the gamble? food was great I gambled like five bucks but it was just like only because we we're wait, waiting for something the- I put a fiber in there. I went all the way up to nine, and I'm like, I, she's like, cash out. Jen's like, cash out. And I'm like, I made four bucks. Like, it's not worth it to walk to the cashiers for four bucks. So I'm just going to play till I lose, or else I hit it big and I lost. So, all right. It's like, yeah, that's I, a smart move. I'm not a gambler. I'm yeah. not, you know, so it's like, yeah, I don't. Do Every that. time I was down there, I go to the double down, sit at the uh, the video poker table that's that's right there at the bar. Mm hmm. And you get free drinks while you're gambling, so you just sit there and so, but drink it. You're up. probably you're probably making money though if exactly. you're being smart about it. You're getting drunk, <laughs> all right, and then so, you go bang, and you well, it used to shoot nickels and you know out of. The, I, I don't think it does any just, of that anymore. Yeah, and I just pour it down on the table. By the way, some tip. of the people sitting at those machines are just like, where do these people live in the gone. daylight? Where? I've never seen these people They're like that out. Testament song. Look at the lost souls. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. It's like I have never seen somebody who looks like that in real life outside of a casino. And can, you can't smoke in there anymore either. Yeah, you can. Oh, can yeah. you? Uh-huh. So, yeah. They're just going, they do- fuck life. <laughs> oh, they look fine. I yeah. saw one guy once and I said, hey, you're doing pretty good. He had like five buckets. Oh my god! Really? And I was like, God dang, you look like you're doing pretty he good. He needs to go goes, to the coin star. Yeah, I put my entire fucking paycheck in here, so uh, not doing so good, pal. That's what he said oh, to me. Anyway. Well, well, fucking good luck with that, then. Yeah, you dumbass. Can you say that, dumbass? Can you say fucking like dumbass to wow. them? Wow, that sucks. No, I'm not much of a gambler, so yeah. it's like whatever. Horror movie endings of all time, in my opinion. Um, I got to give you my top three. Um, 
first one, of course, I think is uh, and it came out in two thousand four. Is was uh, Saw. Oh yeah, it's pretty. That pretty was gnarly that was an amazing ending. Going, that's right. that's a ding. Uh, I guess at the time when I saw it, it kind of just got me. I didn't see it coming at all, which is pretty good. Um, my other second one would be uh, The Mist. I thought that ending oh was just man, pretty fucked up. That the was Mist pretty, is like the worst and good. the best uh, as well. And then, uh, number three would be uh, Captain in the Woods. I, I don't remember the end. One of my favorite horror movie endings. I remember ever. everything went nuts. So, how I have to watch that again. Ended, you know, abruptly. So, all right, thanks, son. Ty, you didn't even mention how much fun we had at Psycho, man. Call in, Ty, Call and in. Tell, tell us, us how, how much fun you had at Psycho, hanging out with me. Tell tell the people how nice I am in real life. Okay, Ty, please? I'd love to know what you did with that fish taco, lady. Yeah, right? <laughs> did you get into some tacos? Oh, he was. Oh, it was. It was like it was like watching a predator in the in the like Amazon in the wild? jungle. It's like ooh. really, it was like a. It's like that little that small animal had no chance. Oh, so he was the tiger. He, oh, he was the he, he was the yeah. lion. Yeah, he, he was, was the female lion because they're the ones that do the hunting. Oh, he well, I don't know. I don't know how. To, I don't know where I'm going with that. But I don't know where to go with that. Well, I'm just telling you, the fe- female lions are the ones that hunt for thanks. the family. That's thanks, National Geographic. Thank you for that. Speaking of National Geographic, I don't know what that has to do with Paul G. But here he is. The good Hi, the gentlemen. This is Paul G. Um, I mainly just want to call to thank you guys. You guys are far too kind to me. Shut up. And I really appreciate the good words. And uh, No, man, your you. stuff is awesome. You guys are great. Uh, anyways, I will also answer the question of the episode. Um, one of the best endings I think I've seen in a, a movie. Um, for me personally, probably Jacob's Ladder. Oh. I just remember in the theater, I was through the whole movie, I was pretty much com- completely and totally confused. And then, um, And then it ended and it just, brought everything together for me and um and it's one of my favorite movies that's a great uh, movie of that ending. we ought to do that um, on the show anyway, have you seen it that's all yeah, we I have. Yeah. Uh, you guys are the best we have done it. Um, no we haven't done next it. episode cheers uh see ya do you know what i like spooky when, creepy when cool. somebody who is as artistically talented as paul g spooky creepy cool he's always working he's on nice something. to us he's nice he says oh you guys are nice and you're you guys are the best and i'm like well we're not but exactly thank who you. wants to hear people say these are jerks oh ricky just showed up right after we had did a whole thing about you about how Aww. you were a lost little puppy and we brought you <laughs> you're like you're like our little uh you're like a little, like a pound dog that we take Aww. in. We've got you ain't a... nothing but a pound dog. By the way, speaking of Jacob's Ladder, do you know what's also a great ending? Did you guys see Huey the... Lewis in the News is Jacob's Ladder. Tiny Jacob's Ladder. There's a nothing? remake of Jacob's Ladder that just came Come, out. Oh, did, did it, it come out? for download. I don't can know we hear him sing it. the rest of no, Huey that's Lewis? That's all I was going to do. That's all I was going to do. Oh. Like, step by step. Come on. One by one. Day by I don't day. know the words. I've never heard this song before. I was excited to hear you step. sing it. And he says, rung by rung, the tiny Jacob's ladder. I've never heard that song before, Holy but I can't shit. wait to hear it. We're get, you're going to hear it next break. But he so rudely jumped in. No, with, no you didn't. Hey, isn't Jacob's ladder when a guy has like multiple barbell piercings on his dick? Uh, what? Yeah. That is new That's to me. Millennial. I have no idea. It's got to be millennial. Yeah, no, no, no. No, it's old, old school. It's old school. Wow, well, I don't know. 
I have no we'll idea. Google Why that. would you? I would like to. We'll Google you right Google it. I'm not Googling. There's Why tons would you, of gay porn on your computer. Why would you put one piercing in your penis alone? And why would you put a Jacob's Ladder of barbells through your penis? I mean, Maybe he's not? a big Huey Lewis fan. That's all I can think of. That's... All right, we got one more call. At least tattoo <laughs> the bottom of your balls with the Huey Lewis No, logo. you know what? You know what? I'm still not over the time Michael, that we have that Michael band over. Michael J. Fox's over. face. Remember when we had the band over and that one guy showed yeah, us his... Yeah, I saw it. Prince, Prince Purple. Prince Elbert. The, the head on that thing was purple. I was and right just next like to him. Watching I said, it and I'm like, I saw his dick. I don't want to talk about a healthy dick penis. piercings. That was not a healthy penis. No, it's not. It was purple, dude. I, he was I also a ginger, though, so I feel like his coloring was weird. The shaft, dude, it was, was like disturbing. Grover from Sesame Street. It was a, it was, it was a fairly <laughs> sized penis, you know, but the head was completely purple. Well, that's because there's a like uh, who's hair? Grover's. There. Grover, yeah. Like Grover's hair. All right, we got one more call. Like, it's Alan. Woodrow Grover Wilson's. Hey guys, this is Alan. Just giving you a call. Uh, I think the best ending for a horror movie would have to be The Mist. Yep, that's Dean ah, 2 for that one. Oh, that was going to be one of mine. watched it, and you had Deck and Dance playing. Uh, it was just the perfect ending to that movie. All right, guys, thanks. Bye. Was it perfect, or was it the worst ending ever of no, all time? I liked See, it. that's where I'm kind of... It's uh, just like, because that hurt me. Yeah. It hurt, is it, it perfect, hurt my feelings. Or is, it, is it wonderful, or is it the worst? Well, well, it's it's worse. It's and very it's powerful. It, I mean, yeah. it's a, wonderful. Like you, everybody remembers that ending. So yeah. it's like that, So obviously, it had to be at least impactful. And right. Stephen King, it, that wasn't his original ending. Well, oh, really, and he said it was like one of the first times someone changed the ending of it. Was he good. liked better? Oh no, what? shit! Yeah. What what was his ending? Something stupid? Yeah. No, they you know happily ever after. <laughs> Something kinda. stupid. And, yeah, exactly. Him and his son made it away. All right. So Not what you guys got? Blew his brains out. Jordy Verrill <laughs> comes out and goes, "Hey, I did sell that meteor <laughs> from Creepshow." Is yeah. that what you- <laughs> See, that's a deep dive. Yeah, here. I got it. Uh, my my ending, and you'll appreciate this. I hope so. It's it's freaking uh, Friday the Thirteenth. One of, of the greatest course. endings because. Holy fuck, I did not see that comment. That scared the fucking bejesus out of me. You know what's funny is that was an add-on. That was just like an afterthought almost, that whole indie thing. Even the mom. Perfect. Oh, what yeah, a part great, two? What a, well, I mean, I'm saying, number one, where even it was the switch. Yeah. It was, you know, Friday the 13th. Oh, my God, it's the mom. It's, it's the mom. And then when he popped out of the water, that was, that was gonzo for me. <laughs> I went, what? I said, get out of here. I said, stop it. And then I said, yeah, I'm done. You just talking to yourself? Or? Stop it. The cat. I think I'm just trying to, yeah, I was probably talking to myself. See so you're rocking your merch here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Let's get through this before we start talking My merch. God. Come on. Sorry. Let's go. What's Let's your go. answer? I'm just excited. Um, it was, I had two, so Mist was one. Uh-huh. Loved it. Do you guys remember those creepy, creepy spiders? From the mist. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> that had like yeah, the human are, features. I hate everything about um, that. Those things. I loved it. But, but you never it. got a good shot of them. You though. got a couple. Well, of no, the you, but that's a best. That's the best way. I mean, you're right. You got. I mean, there was a couple, but you never. You don't over. You didn't like see it until just, you realized how dumb right. it looked. So because that's sometimes that happens in a movie. Right. You watch they show it, too like, much of oh, it. That's, that's true. Stupid. I just like I like to know exactly when it turns dumb, <laughs> and then I go, oh fuck that! I wish I fuck my eyes. 
Um, but so my backup was Cabin in the Woods. That was also brought up. Ah, I love that one. I can't. I mean, I just remember everything going haywire, and that's basically the like demons from hell came up. Well, and, and I remember destroyed that, the Earth. Yeah. Okay. That big hand coming yeah. up and down. Okay. I, I remember that. I was like, oh no, the Earth is being destroyed now by hell because you failed to kill the teenager. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> We're all dead right now. Oh yeah, that's right. The uh, the blood. Uh... The sacrifice. The blood and and I, loved, I loved how like other countries were all doing their own because it's like we got to coordinate here. One of us has got to succeed. Right. right, right. <laughs> all right. So so I took down a whole list. Martyrs, of course. Oh yeah. yeah. The Ninth Gate. I hated it at first, but I've I've learned to appreciate how it. How did it end? But he, him just walking off into the into the castle where the devil was. And we didn't see anything. But I, but then I started thinking, how else could that have ended? And I would have been this cool with it. Okay. Right. Okay. Then I got I got Martyr Sleepaway Camp, uh, the other from two thousand one Nicole Kidman. Remember that? Mm-mm. I am your daughter and all that stuff. Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. movie? Is it that like was her yeah. kids were dead or something. Oh, don't give it away. Oh, I have the mist. That's on Shutter. Is it? The right others? Now. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, well, it's a good movie. Else away. Uh, the witch. Remember the Vivich? Oh yeah, I didn't that was see a, it. Oh, it's really good. Is it? It's, oh, it's, that, that is things. good, Ritzy. You should watch. I'll check it. But I feel like the movie that had the most impact on me because of the ending. And I remember watching this blind just because I wanted to see. I can't even remember her name right now. Her boobies, because I heard her boobies were in there. Because her boobies. It was. A, it was a it, the whole Jessica Alba. I don't. No, hands. no, no. This is like from '73. This was. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! I can't believe I can't remember her name right now. She was in uh, uh, Vampire Lovers and all that stuff, stuff like that. But anyway, so the Wicker Man. When all that ending happened and he's up in that thing. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! All that that freaked me the fuck out. So yeah. it's like I love that one. That's my number one. That's my number one uh, uh, greatest ending. Did you? I gotta watch that again. But oh, I did, loved it. Yeah. Did it scare you to like no end? Yeah, it didn't scare me, but I was like really shocked because I also watched it before everybody in their dog thought it was cool to be a pagan motherfucker, and it's like because now everybody's oh. I'm Dude, pagan. Christian is so overplayed. No, I met a I'm guy a, at the seven. No, this was like 20 years ago. Or so it was like it was like back when people had actual morals and standards and stuff like that. And everybody wasn't a filthy heathen. So I remember watching that going, these pagans are going to do something really bad. <laughs> so it was it was I was probably born 20 years ago. That was the 90s. So I can't believe 20 years ago was the 90s. 25 years ago. That's nuts. I dare say. Well, anyway. There's another movie that just made me re- think about. It's more of a happy ending, but it was a good one. Was the Green Room? Oh yeah, where, yeah, that was um, good. You know, they finally ran into Patrick Stewart, and it's just the two of them. They don't even really know each other. You know, yeah. they've just been traumatized. All their friends have been dead. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. So why don't we move on to the question of the next episode? And this is, I mean, just like everything that I've talked about today, it's all about Psycho Las Vegas. Uh, uh, you know, hangover, which I've got right now because I'm still beating. Oh, before we do that, before we do that, I do have a gift for you. Oh, Michael. why? Why? Because I, I never get you any kind of gift ever. I never I've, get you any kind of gift. Ricky right. does and all the gift giving. R- Ricky doesn't know anything about this either. Oh, but I got you a gift uh, just to say hello. Okay. Is it me you're looking for? Of course, it's always now. By be. the way, I'm. I, I had no. I didn't have enough time to wrap this gift. Okay. So what it is wrapped in is the jacket that I created the video for The Shining. Oh, in. I saw that. So you can. I saw that you can too. Also, and you Will can you also rip that, and you can also put it on Corpse Collective, so the real oh, true awesome. people can say. 
You but made you it? can hang that up. And, Did you see that video? Yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. It's amazing. Okay, but He's that's like, not the up. that's not the gift. Oh, and okay. you don't know about this, but oh, okay. I I I I got this for you. Oh my gosh! And I I feel like you deserve it. Oh, I wow. Tri- for how many years I've oh, known you, I feel on. like you deserve come this. on. This is so, ridiculous. bear with me. It's a I, golden dildo. Oh. <laughs> Hello, is it me? And it's heavy. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So, oh, let's it a, see it. Let's bowling see it. ball wrapped in the jacket that I created that video for, oh and that gosh. is for you. It is heavy. Hopefully, it will hang on the walls inside oh, we'll find the a place for the, it, the, the the corpse cast. I'm excited. What is this? I don't even know. It is a it bust. Is a bust of <laughs> what? The shit? <laughs> what? Grand prize, Mike Cadaver, best horror host in the horror podcast host in the world. I got a bust. That is for you, my friend. I got a, because what the you shit? deserve that. Oh my gosh, thank I you. I love you. I love you. This and is I probably you- the, the best thing that I've ever received in my whole life. And, and I'm telling you, I, I was just like, my God, that is the greatest. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of this and I'm gonna put it on online. And I this hope is you probably the best. Do we know who the guy is? And by the way, <laughs> do we know who the this is a bust of the man? He's he's the greatest guy uh, in the world. Well, okay, but let me tell you something. There what? is no one on the planet that owns that trophy except for me. There is no one on the planet that has ever been offered that trophy. Mike Cadaver, <laughs> the greatest horror this podcast is probably host the best gift the I've world. ever had gotten in my life. This is so. This when, is when you post a picture. Don't. Describe where it came from at first. Just post it. Yeah, just, look just what I want. Like yeah, this. so people will just, just be like, "Where'd it. you get it? Where'd you get it?" Shane, <laughs> because oh my gosh, when I you. saw that, I said, "Damn!" Did it come like this with that? With yeah, that, with of that, course. Uh, that name was already with transcribed. The, with the, oh my god! This is <laughs> look at that, Shane. This is an amazing thing. By the way, every Did you find that like at some antique it, shop. It, it 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 deserves to be on the shelves oh forever gosh. and and always. <laughs> Every time we pull out the podcast stuff, I'm going to put it right here on this on the edge of the table. Oh. There is no one that owns that trophy. This is the this there is, is probably no the most owns, amazing thing I've ever received in my life. There is no one that owns a trophy that is anything like that. Now, does this man have a name? No, he just knows the best yes. podcast host. He gotcha. has the name whatever Mike gives that. No, gotcha. you know what? I want that him is, to be the master of ceremonies for podcasting. Yeah, there because you go. That's who he is, and that yes. this, he's given me Perfect. this. Shane, Beautiful. thank you. I'm serious, man. That's that, awesome. How many years? That's so awesome. Seven, so seven and gone. Seven years. Seven but and a half. Is there anyone else? Hey, look, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I listen to a lot of horror podcasts. Uh-huh. There's some on Spotify. There is nobody <laughs> that does it. Nobody does it better than Mike Cadaver. Uh, thanks, but. True I testament agree. to that, and that's why you I get agree. this. Oh my god! Honestly, this is so badass. Yeah. This I, is the I saw that. I said that is beautiful. This is that <laughs> that that needs to be that needs to be a, a, a grand best. prize award. Oh my he's gonna be in a museum. Oh man, he's gonna be in my museum. <laughs> a grand well, prize. Thank you so much. Him. Like honestly, this is the coolest thing ever, <laughs> really man. This is. is so awesome. I'm glad you waited for me to get here to give it <laughs> oh to you. Oh my gosh! Dude. Well, I would never. I wouldn't have it any other way. Good. Oh my gosh, this was amazing. I can't. It is awesome. All right. I'm You're like, speechless. I'm like, I'm sorry. You want to thank the Lord. It. Well, of course. You I want to thank, thank our Lord uh, and Savior, Jesus your family. Christ. I want to thank those who supported me all through this. You want to thank. Uh, uh, but mostly Shane Diablo. The, ho- the for, horror um, movies you've watched over oh, yeah. oh, so many all years. All the fans. Absolutely. All the f- well, they're not fans. They're listeners. There's listeners, a fans, same thing. 
But uh, this is this is the best award I've best ever received. Best horror in my life. podcast host in the world. That's what I. So it's it's indisputable. Come at it's me. It's indisputable. Yeah. I mean, there was a competition. You know, you had to win the grand prize. Oh my gosh, this is in the best. The world. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Uh, a lot of contestants. This is we're gonna. You know how like it football be, teams walk out and they touch their thing. lucky, and we're gonna touch that every every time we start. Before we start, we're just gonna touch it. There we go. <laughs> Let's have a good game. Or I mean, uh, show tonight, guys. Boom. I go. think it's beautiful. What did you it's call so him, Master great. of Ceremony? What's that? What did you call him, Master of Ceremony? No, I said Master of a oh, Master. Let's no, not say Master. No, I said MC. <laughs> master is probably not a good word. <laughs> I said I said MC of all podcasting. MC. Of all podcasts, mic controller. Ever. Yes, the 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 ceremonies. Anyways, <laughs> what are we doing next? <laughs> all right, for next episode. So basically, I'm still on the Psycho Las Vegas thing, and there were a ton of bands that I never saw or never heard before, but really blew my socks off. Okay, so the question is: Have you ever been to a show and maybe an opener or somebody that you've never heard of, or maybe somebody that you had heard of but you'd never seen them live? What band have you seen that you weren't that familiar with that blew you away? I like that. That's a that's that's going to be the question. We don't do a lot of music questions, and I figured that would be perfect. Yeah. For or this time. it blew you away, or just blew you. If they blew you hey. or blew you away, hey, if you hung out with Warrant like I did, <laughs> sure, <laughs> absolutely. But call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Three five three five one nine two seven three. Shane, what do we got coming up next? Let's get into some idle hands. What do you say? Let's do it. What song do you want to play? Uh, you pick. Man, there's so many good songs off this Nightfall, album. Nightfall, Jackie, whatever, whatever you want. Um, Dragon, about, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Dragon? How about Give Me to the Night? Yeah, yes. Give me to the bum, bum, bum. That's my favorite. Okay, let's, let's do, do that. That's my favorite. So go ahead. This is Idle Hands. Give me to the night, and we'll be right back to talk about the album.
for Gabriel Franco. <laughs> he's got he's got that uh, signature growl that he does. Yeah, right. Like when he's uh, emoting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you do yours? I go. Oh, sorry. That's Glenn Danzig. Yeah, I guess he's got his own Glenn Danzig, doesn't he? Yeah, he has his own signature little growl. For Gabriel Franco, singer, guitar, uh, guitarist, songwriter, the band uh, we are talking about tonight was conceived in the summer of 2017. Not unlike Summer of Blood, the movie we're talking about tonight. Except for his 2014. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Portland, Oregon. It was a musical outlet for a frustrated Franco after the defunctedness of his band Spellcaster. Oh, no shit. Could it be they are fans of 80s goth, such as Tones on Tail, uh, Killing Joke. Sisters of Mercy? Sisters of Mercy. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I was patting myself on the back all week going, I hear Johnny Marr in that guitar playing. Yeah, yeah. From the Smiths, I hear it. <laughs> and then I read in their Facebook, because I went to their Facebook, and and, I, and and he said they're 80s goth. Red Sea. Bear, that's, that's nuts to me. Bear with me. You know what? Can I? Can I? If we're doing this, can I tell you something? Tell me if I'm on base or off base. Oh, please do. I thought there was a little bit of the post punk, like the uh, yeah. like the Christian death, maybe sure. a little bit, just like a tinge here and there, and then, yeah, or Fields of the Nephilim stuff like that, or like metal, s- yeah, hard exactly. rocky, '80s goth, '80 post punk, post. Uh, and I saw these guys live before I ever heard this. this. Which is eyes, weird. In right? a swimming yeah, like, pool. What a coincidence. I was at the swimming pool. The first band I saw in Vegas. He was in a swimming pool. Listen to this. I was not in the swimming pool because I went. I didn't have my oh. swimming trunks on. I went back and got them on later. Oh. So, yeah. But you were there at the swimming pool. But I was at the swimming pool, yes. Do you have any pictures of, with your shirt off that we can see? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. I didn't take any. Why would you want Why would you want to see that? Because he needs a jerk off. When I'm talking about material. idle hands. You're like, hey, by the way, yeah, idle, fuck idle hands. Uh, I don't idle, care. I want to see Mike with a shirt. Idle hands are, what do they say? <laughs> the uh, devil's workshop. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, touche. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Hey, this might get really saucy. Good. Uh, idle hands. Like them on Facebook. Idle hands PDX. Listen to me, people. There are idle hands out there, but they are a bunch of jerks. We don't care about them. There are other idle hands out there. Really? Other bands? Yes. No shit. Okay. We want idle hands PDX. Listen to me. Portland. Believe me now. Hear me later. Idle hands. Like them on Facebook. Idle hands PDX. Official Instagram. Idle hands PDX. Official Bandcamp. Idle hands PDX.bandcamp.com. Uh, when Googling, be sure you put in Idle Hands PDX and you'll find this band easily. Okay. Mana. Mm. Or how do you say it? Mana. Mana. I say mana, maybe. Say, mana is oh, probably say, just as... Mana. Like mana from heaven. Mana, mana. Type of thing. Mana from heaven. Mana from heaven, the wh- chicks are from hell. And when I'm, from, when I'm in the far south, I call it mania. Mana. Mana, yeah. when I think of it, it's uh, in video games, you have like your health and your mana, which is like yeah, exactly. magic power. That oh. that came from Ooh, uh, Christian that's beliefs. That's interesting. Mana yeah. from heaven, the whole... Uh, oh, mana. Yeah, so that's so like like, that's like magical power. Yes. Oh, it's like, well, yeah. in video games it is. But it was like food to, to like that was given from God to give you strength. Is the mana. Is mana. Well, and the, the album cover shows the hands with the dipping water. Yeah. Maybe those are Jesus Christ's hands. Oh, maybe. He's, maybe he's delivering hands of God. He's delivering the mana to the to all the childrens of the world. 
uh, released May 2019, first full-length album. Uh, they've got that. What's that other? Uh, it's called. Um, it's uh, called. Uh, oh, it's it's one of their songs that don't don't, uh, don't waste don't, your time. Yeah, don't waste your time. Eleven tracks, forty minutes, six seconds on Eisenfeld Records, German label. Oh, cool. Uh, a few words to them in their native tongue, if you don't mind me taking this moment. Okay. Sieht kein Schwanz, bin hilden dich band gut sein, sind von Töchtis und sein Sultan darf sein auf, ihrem it get sud heben. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. That's a special message for that label. Oh. I mean, he was sacrificing a goat as he said it as well. No, he wasn't. Sa- he was petting a goat. That's not sacrifice. He was making Come love on. to the goat. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. You guys are just trying to be PG thirteen. Oh, uh, what did you guys think of this? So, okay, can I can I start, please? I I would love you to. So I listened to that. Like I said, I walked in the first band I ever saw at Psycho. I walked in, and I see this like tall guy with this big hair, this big black hair, come out. And then uh, you know they start playing, and I was like, "Holy shit! This is like this." I thought I thought to myself, "I'm like, this is some old school shit." I assumed they were like older because of their style. I assumed that they were an older. You felt band. like they were, yeah, that they've been around 40, 50 plus. Well, I, I mean, no, they looked young. I mean, they looked they young, looked so, young, but vamp or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Whatever reason you were like, no, but yeah, I thought they'd been around souls. for a long time because it's like this kind of music. You don't you don't get a lot of new this kind of music. And so I'm listening to him and I was, and I was talking to a guy, I was like, who is this band? He was like, it's idle hands. And so, but the, but the, the thing about this, about seeing them live was, is you could hear it as clearly as you listen to the album. Right. So you could hear him talk, you could hear him singing, right. give it to the night. And, he, and the, my favorite one was the dragons one, because it was like, well, he's singing what it about it called? dragon. It's why called are you dragon? Crying? Why, why do you cry? And, and so I mean, I'm watching, I'm going, that was a, I saw so walking away. I'm like, that was a really great band. You know, I really enjoyed it, stuff like that. In fact, I'm going to give a little spoiler away. Oh. You know how you're going to ask me what are my favorite tunes off this? It was hard for me to choose, just my favorite. So I give everyone except for It'll Be Over Before You Know It, because I feel like that's kind of a half of a fake song. It's kind of like just like very soft, and it doesn't really get into it. Right. But the rest of the songs, I really, really enjoyed. In fact, this is something that you have to consume as an album, not just a song here and there. I mean, obviously you can, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you do listen to it as, the, as a whole album, I really feel like it... it it puts you in that right place, and uh, it's thankfully it's good coding music because I listened to this eighteen thousand times this week. See, that's weird because I I, I listen to bands uh, for this podcast, and I kind of go, "Oh, this is kind of good coding music for Mike." I yeah. mean, there's some of those bands <laughs> that I go, "Oh yeah, that's 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 right in the ballpark." Yeah, and this one was one. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I felt yeah. like it would have been. No, it was. Uh, the thing I loved, first of all, I loved that they remember the '80s star. The uh, she was in two two seven and all those old shows. Jack oh. A. Oh yeah, Jack A. Oh, they have a whole God. song about oh Jack A. Yeah, I had no idea who it was. About. So I've told that joke like five times. It's great. and it's landed once. It the is only fantastic. person who's even known who I was talking about was Shade. Thank you. Oh, Jack hey, Mr. Hey. Exactly. What, was, what, was her, what was her tagline, though? She know. used to say, oh, hey. She was like, yeah. okay, or something like that. It was like, oh, that is okay, a good man. fucking joke. No, I'm taking like, that one It home. is literally, it, that's the first time anybody knew what the hell I was talking about. Thank you for that, Shane. I mean, now I've got to set that entire joke up with yeah. everyone go, listen to this <laughs> band. 
Yeah. Listen to this song. They sing a whole song about Jack Hanley. Now watch this fucking TV show called 227. <laughs> and what was she else she was she, she she was in a show called Jack Hay. She was but she but she made that character from something else. I have yeah. No, no, that yeah, the character was like a spin-off from another It was like Was oh, it 227 or was it, it like Well, she was on 227, but I don't know. Was, but there was one that. episode or two episode arc of something like I want to say different strokes or something Maybe so, where it was that, like that's a that's a hit that's a right huge there. hit and she was a huge hit <laughs> hey by the way when you woke up today did you think that you'd ever be thinking about jack high no i did not <laughs> but i think it's fantastic that you pulled that together the thing is with this band interesting stuff I, for some reason like obviously the music's great it's kind of a gothy like uh i have sisters of mercy-esque style post-punk stuff like that they never really hit that fucking distortion pedal hard no do they, they don't they it's very it, but, but it's, you've got double double bass yeah. in there you've got all the you know and his voice though although i mean it, listen i'm not saying it's not a great voice because it is a great voice but it's very straightforward and he's yeah. just like singing at you what do they call that monotone no i mean he does a lot of that but he's got range because yeah. he, he'll hit it every once in a while but the way like with but, jackie with jack high so well, Jack, Jack Hay, Hay. he goes, hey, Jack Hay. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, so I, I'm listening to him singing, I'm watching him, and I'm just like, this this guy is doing something on purpose. I mean, because this guy's range is is probably... This he, guy knows what he's doing. He knows exactly almost. what he's doing. He, But I feel like the band gives you a whole like atmosphere of... I mean, they sing about what? Suicide, old girlfriends named Jack Hay, yeah. crying dragons and lost love and all this other stuff like that. So obviously... You know, they're trying to create the uh, the sad environment or whatever. Uh, honorable mentions to the guys in the band. Sebastian Silva is the lead guitar. He was the guy that had those little spindles of uh, yep. blonde in yep. his hair, like mm-hmm. the guitar player from Cinderella. Remember that guy oh, that had the bushy the, hair? With the that was best like, hair. Da, 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 da. People used to, I used to look at his hair going, oh my gosh, how can I get that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, Colin Vranison. Uh, Vranison. Colin uh, On drums. Yeah. Uh, Corey Boyd on guitar, Brandon Hill on bass and backing vocals. All of these guys great. And the funny thing is, is so I did notice this too. There is a lot of harmony, but there's not like the huge harmony. I mean, these Allison Chains harmony. There's none of that. But there's a but the guy's voice is so strong that I feel yeah. like that would ruin it a bit. Yeah, but but they but they hit the harmony and like the uh, in the emphasis the the spots where they a want to a true make some backup vocalist just does that they uh, go yeah. if if you got uh, where did we go now you just got a guy to go where do we go which that was all uh, where Ash, do we go Axel Rose too as well but so well he, I'm just saying live <laughs> where you're do not, we go you're not singing all no. that shit you're just you're just dabbing in on those lines. To Absol- give it the no, best absolutely. I, artistic I I'm surprised at how much I ended up liking this band. Yeah. And it's I, I also feel like like it also maybe it's not fair because when I'm listening to it, it was like so close live that I was like, it reminded me of being back. Oh, I bet. In the you know, in the in the hot in the ass in the one fifteen degree, hundred and fifteen degrees beach, right? There. No, I didn't get in the pool then because that was the first one. I didn't know what I was doing yet. He was get, he was thinking about the pool though. Oh man. He was like, dude. But right after that, I went home and came back for ASG. I went to the suite and came back for ASG, which played two bands later. I missed one in the middle. Yeah. So what, did, Ritzy? What'd you think? Uh, I agree with Mike. Um, I, it's funny because I, I, when I first started the first track, I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna like this." <laughs> um, but then I obviously listened to the whole thing. I was like, "Yeah, this is great. The the music's really good. Like, 
you can tell that they took some time into creating like the the riffs and whatnot. Not riffs, but you know what I mean. No riffs. That's the a music. Good well, we call yeah. it music, but you know, you <laughs> riffs, call it riffs um, and drum banging. Ricky. Yeah, the the track that we played uh, right before this was definitely my favorite. Um, that one I've added to my added yeah. to my Spotify list of songs. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. My favorite part of any of these songs was when he counts down from eight. Yeah. <laughs> in Dragon, why do you cry? Yeah. Because it's like seven. It's like he was doing the whole thing, and Six. it's like, and he made it sound cool because I, I remember looking at that live, going, "Is he going to do this whole countdown?" <laughs> yeah. But then by the time he was over, I was like, "That ruled." So I was like, <laughs> he he got me. He got me. That was yeah, great. He, you know, if you can do it properly, you can you can. Uh, you can bring a crowd to their knees with just counting. <laughs> Not in Vegas when the when the cement's hot and it's one fifteen. So oh yeah, you can. Down. They'll burn their knees right All down. Right. Oh, you oh, say oh. now take an egg out and put it on your nuts, <laughs> and I'm going to count down. You know, depending eggs. on who it is, you're like fucking get the eggs. <laughs> this guy's, that's the weirdest thing I've heard. If like, Opeth said, "Hey, why don't you stick a, why don't you stick a sausage between your ass cheeks and sit down on the sidewalk here and cook it up?" Go, with the eggs, on what's, your what's his name? Michael Ackerfeld. Michael Ackerfeld needs a fucking hot sausage for his mouth. He needs half I'm of it. I'm gonna cook it up between the taste. It's <laughs> cooked in half of it between my ass. Like ass. So I, I mean, I'm waiting for it to happen. But you're probably right. I would do it. Of course you would. <laughs> He's a heavy metal hero. He we do what metal. we need to do for heavy metal heroes. I give this album honestly a high buy. I love this album, yeah. and I'm not gonna stop listening to it. It's perfect. I feel like it's. It's perfect for, like, when you're in that. It's perfect love making music, right? It's like, yeah, it's I agree. not too. It's not too like, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like perfect. Like, you have that playing in the background. That's it's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Even though I need like a song and a half, maybe, and that's because <sighs> the first song I've been washing my nuts and. Well, you know, like they say, don't you know? Think about baseball. That, you know who sings that? When you're making sex. Think about baseball, swinging all night. Yeah. The only baseball song I know is that one from uh, the Creedence Clearwater. Revival guy. No. Casey's it bad or something. I don't know. I'm not familiar. What I'm saying though is if you ju- if you're if you're making love to your lady, but you're thinking completely about the song. Yeah. You're not I'm not thrusting in and out of well, this it may, deliciously it juicy. No, because vagina. the problem is is I'm gonna be like, why is a dragon crying? And I'm gonna get sad. And exactly. My you're thinking about how can we get this dragon to stop crying, but you're thrusting hard. <laughs> oh. And you're he, you got her legs over your head, you're thrusting, banging. But I'm thinking about away. sad dragons. But you're thinking, Jesus, why is this dragon in dragons? Next thing you know, you're a solid twenty minutes in. Oh, I cannot wait. And then as soon as you get older, let's fucking finish this up, pal. (laughs) I I got to go take a dump. You go, wow. Then then you start focusing. Delicious. Yeah. All right. All right. A high buy for me. Ritzy, what did you think? Um, high Spotify. I wouldn't buy it, but I'm gonna. I'm thinking about buying the vinyl right now. Actually, it's weird these days. If there's a vinyl, how do you? do that anymore you know well, high that, buy, that's high what i'm rent. saying because even th- like movies too yeah it's maybe like, we should update the uh scale. no we, no we don't people get it high but, rent but the thing is, buy, is the thing is though is like it's like yeah you can listen to a song on spotify but unless you listen to it five thousand times like five thousand times is like 20 bucks i found out i see what you're saying yeah, yeah so, buy, like, buy, so buy. that's i don't even listen to a ton of vinyl because I don't want to get up every 10 minutes yeah. to switch the side. Bye, bye, bye. But it's like at least you're supporting no. the people. Exactly. I agree with that. So, I mean, and I, I'm not saying I don't listen to it, but I'm just saying I usually put on my Bluetooth because it goes straight into that. And it's just like, 
I just want to support, and I don't want them to be dead. And you don't even know how to use your record player. I figured it out. Oh, uh, I, I, I give it a high buy. Nice. Excellent. Um, I say buy it. What? Go to their band camp. Go to uh, I'd Installed or whatever its name, Walden, Waldenfeld. Uh, What's that? What's that? It? It? <laughs> well, they're a it's a German right, Eisen, right. Eisenwald records. Take care of those dudes. Take care. All right, because uh, you've got a gem. You've got a golden gem that's only going to do better. Okay, You're, they're they're. Gonna, I agree. I, I think agree they're. I think these guys are up and coming. I hope so. Go man. to the band camp. So. Buy the goodies. Buy the yummies. Listen to it. Stream it. But I, I hope next year on Psycho they're not playing the beach. They're at least playing the House of Blues. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I do give it a high. Buy. Did you awesome. listen to the guys' first band you talked about? That no, I've I've heard them. Uh, I can't remember what it was now, but Spellcaster. Spellcaster. I've heard it and I liked it. I mean, I don't remember the much. Same about lead it. singer. But yeah, it yeah, was yeah. his band. I yeah. mean, this this guy is like the uh, the writer and singer, guitar player of the oh, band. Okay. So but he... I mean, I didn't love him. I mean, I obviously I don't know too much about him now. But I remember getting some listen to some Spellcaster, thinking it's pretty good. Yeah. But I feel like I they didn't it didn't affect me like I don't. I'm hands, just telling but... people keep an eye on Idle Hands yeah, because idiot. your Idle Hands might hit those buttons to <laughs> buy from Idle Hands. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some trivia next, or what? Yeah, we do. Oh, you're doing it? I yeah, thought I'm Baby doing, Ricky was doing I it. I passed the torch back. He passed oh, the torch, but he boy. might take it back at some we'll point. We'll see. We got to make him like pull his weight every once in a while, right? Actually you know, whenever he's feeling froggy, he can do it. All right, what's it, it about? It's about your mom. Of course. We'll be right back with trivia. Run to the water. So the movie we're talking about tonight, well, let's just say he's a jerk. He's, he's kind, kind he's of a kind, jerk. He's summer kind of a jerk. Of summer of blood. Yeah. He may not be the biggest jerk, or he might be the biggest jerk you've ever seen ever, but he's a jerk. So let's talk about jerks in horror movies. Number one, 1986 film IMDb gives it a 7.5. By the way, all of these movies mm -hmm. that I'm doing tonight, 7.7 7 points. Oh, really? Yeah. Those, all I should know movies. all these then. 1986 film IMDb gives it a 7.5. This slimy jerk can't seem to stay out of his ex-girlfriend's life. Get over it. Veronica has moved on. Sure, her new boyfriend is unstable, and he seems to be falling apart at the seams. You try to manipulate Veronica into having sex with you while blackmailing Seth? Ha! <laughs> It's time to get acid vomit spewed on your ankle and hand. Oh, my gosh. 80 what? Six? 1986. IMDb gives it a 7.5. Acid spewed on your ankles and in your hands. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's a jerk with his girlfriend. This slimy jerk can't seem to stay out of his ex-girlfriend's life. Get over it. Veronica has moved on. Sure, her new boyfriend is unstable and seems to be falling apart at the seams. You try to manipulate Veronica into having sex with you while blackmailing Seth? Ha! Bullshit. Oh my gosh, is there any nugs or hints? That's it. That's I don't know if I know you. this one right now. 1986 and a 7.2. <clears throat> is it... Uh... No, I don't know. I want to say... I'll give you one hint. Okay. Stathis... Borans. Stathis Borans? Stathis Borans, which is the weirdest name ever. 
That is the character that does all this stuff in this movie, played by John Getz. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I know this, Shane. I think you stumped me. I'll take the deuce. You're taking the deuce? Uh. The Fly. Seth. Veronica. Uh, I, hate, I hate myself right now. Gosh. You're right. No, I everything vomiting on the ankle. Yeah, and you're right. Gosh, that. that guy. What? Yeah, you're right. Gosh, uh, here's a fun nugget. Comedy legend Mel Brooks fudge. didn't want people to know he was a producer for this film because oh he thought people wouldn't take it serious if they knew he was involved. When people did find out, he decided to make the most of it by handling it. Uh, by, I feel shitty by now. handing I know, it out. That deeply. was right there. The slimy part should have. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So, so Mel Brooks. Yeah. You better rub your trophy. I'm, no, I'm just gonna touch him. I'm just gonna touch him. Let's go. We you should better, have known though, because of what what John wants. John gets. John gets. Oh damn! That's one of those zowies. All of a sudden, Ricky became the all star. Ricky's, of this Ricky's, Ricky's <laughs> like the king of the zowies now. <laughs> oh boy! All right. All right, number two. By the way, Zowie is new for this episode, so Ricky, <laughs> you're the king of the Zowies. And here comes number two. Number two. 1979 film IMDb gives it an 8.4. They said there Boy, were seven. Well, I said seven. Sorry. Okay. Please let Gosh, me collect myself. It, Ricky. Seven and up. or higher. Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I'm Jeez. Sorry. I'm sorry. Let me collect my... Okay. 1979 film, IMDb gives that an 8.4. Boy, this guy is a real jerk. A real company man. Or dare I say, Android. His job to bring back to Earth a life form that would single-handedly destroy all life on the planet. And he's to do it by any means necessary. And if that ain't enough, he tries to kill a woman... By jamming a rolled-up magazine in her <laughs> hole. And I'm not even talking about her vagina. I'm talking about her mouth. Oh. What's that movie? It is Bish... Not Bishop, but it's Alien from 1979. Do you have the name? It's not Bishop. It's, uh, it's, it's not it's Bishop. Frodo, it's, no, it's Bilbo Baggins, but I can't remember his name in that. It is Bilbo Baggins, the uh, guy that played Bilbo yeah. Baggins, but... It's... Uh, it, you do Bishop's, not, Bishop is you do uh, not, Lance Henriksen you from do the not. Uh, gain a point, but I'll give you a moment to remember the name. It's uh, you're right, Alien. Yes. Oh, I, I can't. I'm, I listen. I'm I'm good to go. I'm one and one. I'm sorry. What do you do with your dirty cigarettes outside? We I don't step on them. I don't. Ash them. I don't. What do, you, what do you flick in the ashtray? Your dirty cigs. Ash. Ding. Turn up the radio. That's right. It was Ash from Alien. Uh, played by Ian Holm. Yeah, by Bill And did Bates. I say... Uh, I'm so sad we're yeah, not John two Gates. and oh. We're one and one right now. One and one. Here's the fun nugget. In H.R. Geiger's original illustrations that inspired the look of the alien, the creature had eyes. Let me see you with my own eyes. <laughs> Let me see... <laughs> For the movie, Geiger insisted that the creature have no eyes. Thus giving the bleak appearance of a cold and emotionless beast. Great move. That hunts by smell. Number three. All right, MC, help me out. 2005. Get in there. Get in there on him. There you go. That's that's a great trophy. 
That's a, the best trophy I've ever received in 2005 my life. 2005 film. IMDb gives it a 7.2. Sure, she might be hot as shit. Just ask Sarah. Oh, hold on. I got to redo this. this. What year was it again? Sorry. 2005. 2005 film. IMDb gives it a 7.2. Sure, she might be hot as shit. Just ask Sarah's husband. But your impulsive nature got all of your friends trapped in an unmapped cave system. Oh, with yes. With cannibalistic subterranean monsters deep in the dark vagina of the <laughs> cave system. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> what is that? Ricky, you want to go? Um, Are you going to take a stab at it? The that... Descent. Turn up the radio. What's her name? Uh, Jameson. And Thank Jamesina. you. Thanks a lot. What's her name? The Juno. Actor. Oh, Juno. Yeah, yeah. Juno Kaplan, played by Natalie Mendoza in The Descent. Here's a fun nugget. Oh the, yeah, the Crawlers. They called them the Crawlers. Were designed to resemble Nosferatu from mm, the film Nosferatu, 1922. It took three. And a half hours in makeup to transform the actors oh into gosh. crawlers. That would suck. They had to shave off their body hair, including chest, arms, above penis, balls, vagina, <laughs> the chode, the ass cheeks, <laughs> and the legs. Can't forget the chode. All right, we're two and one. Here we go. All Number business. four. 2007 film IMDb gives it a 7.1. Oh, this guy... Is a jerk. As this character is credited as rapist number one, in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, this soldier forces himself on a woman whom he has seriously underestimated. You deserve to have your balls melted off, pal. What year was this? 2007. 7.1. So there was a dude who was raping girls, and he deserved to get his balls melted off. Can I get one nugget? I have an idea, but I don't There wanna... is no nuggets. No I nuts. gave it all to you. Ugh. Like a symphony. Like was a, it like 28 a, Days Later? Like a Dave Mustaine nah. it wasn't song. That. It wasn't that. I Can, gave you the, the uh, symphony Read, read it one more time. Uh, 2007 film IMDb is a symphony. Oh, this guy is a jerk. As this character is oh, credited shit, as I know, I know what it rapist is. number one. In the middle of a zombie apocalypse, this soldier forces himself on a woman. I know it is. Whom it's, he has seriously it's underestimated. Terror. It's the, uh, it's in you Grindhouse. It's Planet your... Terror. Planet Terror. Turn up, buddy! Radio! That's right. Nice. All right, cool. Ooh, cool. Here's a fun nugget for you. Okay. Rose McGowan has <laughs> misophobia. Until she became a man. Rose, she's a man now. She got one of those surgeries. No, no. but she just looks like yeah, a, Rose an ugly man now. She Rose, looks like an ugly man. Rose McGowan has misophobia. It's a fear of germs. Oh. And had to have the stripper pole sanitized before doing her dance routine. Eesh. Yet she dated Marilyn Manson, who's the <laughs> human fucking germ. <laughs> that guy is a human fucking germ. How do you... How do you it's a human turd. How, oh would, you, how would you ever... Please sanitize that pole, yet I dated that guy. 
She came Does out. Have a she came out with toilet? her whole butt out in a dress when she was going to the Grammys with him once. Oh, she had more than that out. You don't think I, that you don't I think that germs her. were going in her butthole at that time? Oh, That's not how germs I watched work. every single minute of her walking up that, and I said, "Yeah," and I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." All right. So what is it? Three and one. And then I also said. What's going on? When I saw her standing there with Marilyn Manson, I went, Jesus. Number five. Here okay, we go. so we win. So we win. So you the win. pressure's off. But pressure's I feel off. like we should be 4 0, and I still feel bad about it. Number five. 1974 film IMDb gives it a 7.5. He's wheelchair bound, annoying, greasy, oh, sweaty, yeah. makes poopy noises like this. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. Uh, let me finish the question. No, I please. just said frankly. Uh, yeah, but you, frankly, you're right. Uh, yeah, you know, he's just, he whines. He's really, he deserves to die by chainsaw. <laughs> Who is it? Ricky. Ricky, this one's coming down to you. Ricky, Who is do it? it. Do it. I don't know. You don't 1974, <laughs> Franklin, who's in a wheelchair, his sister's he's in a pushing wheelchair, him around. Greasy, stinky, and he's slutty. so spoiled. And he's like, F you. He's slutty. He's getting all the chicks. Ricky, come 1974? on. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. 1974. Here's the fun nugget on that. Ed Gein, on whom Leatherface was loosely based, loosely like loose skin. To be you fair, know, the, uh, it to was not to be was not a true serial killer. He actually only killed two people, both of them women. Uh, he was, however, a ghoul. Uh, he stole body parts only females. By well, the good. way, at least he's not no from many different uh, graves. He kept killer. some of the parts in his refrigerator and skinned one corpse and wore it as a dress. Awesome. So he's not a serial killer, by the like way. Buffalo Bill. He's just a fucking Buffalo weirdo. Bill was also based off of Ed Gein. Uh, Ed Gein. Yeah. Shane, you'll thank you, you so you much for doing that. You worked hard. You worked. You worked. You worked hard. You did it. I just want Ricky to know it. It takes some. All work. I'm yeah, saying is, like, I, I feel like I was touching to MC's to head, and I go. wouldn't have won if I wasn't touching MC's head. There you go. That um, the, we all should touch. The way that you described the fly it. was great because it's and so we obvious, ruined it. And we yeah. ruined it. We ruined it. <laughs> well, and that is what's hard about doing trivia is trying to mask it, dance yeah, around, dance d- around. D- what d- it is. I like that. Dancing you know what the around, thing that like, sucks uh, about Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Dancing around, you know, things, certain things. Footloose. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Shane, for that. However. Hey, thank you. Oh, wow. Well, Well, you are the the god of horror podcasting. All right. So now that that's done, you know what we're going to do? We're going to play a trailer for the movie from 2014, Summer of Blood. We'll be right back to talk about it. Yes. That's just really nice. Oh, this is really pretty. What's the occasion? I mean, asking you if you want to marry me. <laughs> um. You complain constantly. Every day you come in late and you leave early. 
I'm trying to stand out. Well, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to get married. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want babies. I just don't, I don't. Yeah. Judy, babies are worthless. Okay, I don't want to be with someone who thinks babies are worthless. You see that, how that's shaking, my hand shakes like that? That's due to permanent nerve damage. Yeah, we had sex, right? Mm, I think it's an exciting time to be alive. You sound like a dumbass, you know, like one of those liberals. You're a dick. You know, should probably stop eating so much bread, to be honest. Tell me about your fears. I'm afraid of Middle Eastern men. I'm afraid I'm unraveling. I'm afraid that my HPV is going to lead to throat cancer. I'm afraid of Michael Douglas. Have you seen him lately? Do you want to die? I do. You may feel the need, urge to uh, bite someone later, but if you do, just kind of go with it, okay? So human tonight. Uh-huh. Alright everybody, you just heard the trailer for Summer of Blood, aka S dot O dot B. Summer of Blood. Summer of Do that again. Summer of Blood. Oh, you're mm. like a DJ right now. What? 2014, IMDb gives us a 5.4. It was written and directed by a guy named Oner Turkel. Turkel. Oner Turkel. Turkish guy. 13 directorial <laughs> credits. Haven't seen any of his films, but not shockingly, he directed a film in 2017 called The Misogynist. Spoiler alert, he starred in this movie, and that's why that was not shocking to me that he did a movie called The Misogynist. 15 writing credits. Again, I've only seen this one. 17 acting credits. He's a comedy writer, <laughs> huh? He, I don't know. He's, I think he's a comedy. No, he's more of like an indie film artiste. Oh. And then, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. All right. Pardon me. Oh, my gosh. Only film Gross. I've seen his acting in is the lead character from this film. That's right. He wrote, directed, and starred in this film. He even makes a crack about that in the movie. Hey, I would like to be a movie uh, a filmmaker, and I would like to direct, write, and star in a movie, but that uh, so it was kind of what do you call that meta? Whatever. Meta. Screw you, Turkish handsome little guy. Okay. This stars owner Turkel as Eric Sparrow. First, by the way, he put his name first in the credits. He was the first. He was the big main star of this. Right. This guy, Anna Margaret Holyman is Jody, his like girlfriend or, or something. Dakota Gold Horse, Penelope. Gold Horse? Gold Horror. Golder, probably Golder. <laughs> Melody Sisk is Blake. <laughs> Juliet Farley Fairley is Denise. And a bunch of other people, including Jason Selvig as Jason, the tall, handsome, white boyfriend with a dick. Oh, yeah. The same size of owner of Eric's 
mom's vagina. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? Ask me how big my dick is. <laughs> yeah, he said. He said. He's like, fuck that, bro. <laughs> he's thinking, he was, he's thinking right. about it. Uh, how big is your dick? Got it. <laughs> Ask your mom's vagina. No, Ask your mom's Jody's vagina. Yeah, ask oh, Jody's yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. Sorry, you guys. We got we got a we got a person here. Jenny. That was a zinger. I'm an expert at this That's thing. so we nobody's hearing her heart. right now at all because we're sharing we're sharing a microphone, and yet it's not her turn to talk yet because we only bring people on this podcast except for Ricky who are very versed in all of horror movies. Like I said, Ricky's I'm like semi versed. You are you. No, You're no, no. We, we also took him. Like we've been talking this whole episode that he was like a like a rescue dog. You put me under your wing, and we, and we put him under a wing. And who saved who? Shut the fudge up. Who saved who? <laughs> and it's like I want to say, you take know. these broken wings and help you. me, Ricky, to 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 fly again. Okay. Anyway, all right. Here we go. The plot. The movie starts out with Eric and his girlfriend Jody having a dinner in a nice restaurant in Brooklyn. They're talking about life, etc. All this other stuff. Eric or she proposes to Eric, and Eric freaks the <laughs> f out. Gets totally awkward. He handles it in a, possibly the worst way you could ever handle it. So Jody gets hurt, but good thing for her that while they're walking home, Jody runs into an old flame, Jason, who is basically the opposite of Eric. He's tall, handsome, slim, and successful. And Jody basically leaves Eric right then and there for this. Tall, handsome, slim, and apparently has a decent-sized dick guy. Okay. you got to ask her vagina. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. i got to ask her vagina. Apparently, Mike's got to ask his mom's vagina. But, wow. I, I didn't know. I thought I screwed up. Sorry, guys. As Eric is walking home, he runs into a man bleeding from his neck in the alley. He jokes and talks to him. He's like, maybe I should help him. He's like trying to help him, but he just uses his words. And it doesn't do anything because he runs into a couple of high guys. And then it's like, no, that dude's probably totally dead. He did not handle that emergency well. Eric goes to work the next day, hitting on a young Jewish woman. Skates the sexual harassment rules, hits the date. What? Why, why did Jenny look at me when I said she was, She definitely gave a look. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She. This is why I'm... She kind of spun around like, what? <laughs> it's like oh, a head was on a swivel. Sorry, sorry. But, but she even <laughs> accused... Nope, nope, you don't get to talk yet. But she was like, she was Jewish. But he was like, he was like, you don't like me because I'm Turkish and you're Jewish. Is yeah. that a whole thing? So that was all. That's how I know. I was just reading along with the notes and it doesn't say Jewish. Oh no, I. Oh, oh, he has that in everything. Oh Even no, if I, they're not Jewish. He just throws. Oh that no, in. I. I t so everybody in this movie is Jewish except for Eric. And he adds in Hava Nagila too. <laughs> Do you know who my favorite like, Jew what? is in the world? Hava Neil Nagila. Diamond. Come at me, my favorite Jew in the world. We've been traveling far without a home. As a home or hope? <laughs> without a home. Without a star. Okay. It's a jazz singer. He, is, he, he does love Jews. Sorry, so. It's true. Well, no. I'm so tight with Jews. Eric goes to work the next day. He's like I said, he's hitting on this girl he works with, but it doesn't work out. So he's hit. He's on the dating sites. He dates three women. They basically all go terribly. But he goes one for three because the redhead with the biggest boobies of all of them decides to have sexual intercourse with him. 
problem is, is it only lasted a minute, which I understand. It's fine. If you only last a minute and the sex is only average, that's fine. But he still went one for three. He went on the dating sites, did all that stuff. One night, though, later on, he's walking alone at night in Brooklyn. He runs into some weird dude and they start chatting. Well, turns out this weird dude is a vampire. And after making sure Eric really wants to die, because he interviewed him, he turns Eric into a vampire. You seen the vampire interviewed him? Oh, my Ooh. gosh, Ricky. That, Ooh, you just vampire. blew my mind. I feel like it was oh a little bit different but because I'm actually this reading. This guy is fucking I'm good. actually this reading that like, book right now, but it's different, but whatever. This guy anyway, next morning, he's found level. sleeping at work, still in the bloody shirt from the night before. When he got bit, there's blood all over. He gets canned from work, but this is a good move for him. He starts to learn his newly found talents. He becomes a sexual tyrannosaurus. He learns mind control, and he realizes that he's going to live forever. He dates these three girls again with completely different results. He's basically a now a man among men. Having sexual intercourse with them three at a time. Sex machine. Yeah. Is this what he really wants? What will Eric do with these newfound powers since he became a vampire? Will he ever be happy and get Jody back? Would he be interested in threesomes for the rest of his life? Hell yeah. Find out by watching Summer of Blood from 2014. Listen, the reason I didn't go too much into this movie, because there's not a lot of story in the movie. The, the, the basically, first 40 minutes is a, is a rom-com. Just, no, exactly. It's basically a character study on Eric, a guy who's lost, he's arrogant, he's cynical, he's kind of a piece of shit even maybe, right? And then he becomes a vampire, and there's not, like not a ton of story. But the thing is, that's what that's what is uh, uh, Onel Turkel's thing is. A lot of his movies involve relationship dramas, and this one's no different. He's an artur, he paints indie films, but this has an element of horror. Uh, sorry, of horror, because mostly he uh, like I read an interview with him, and it's like, oh, I want to <clears throat> actually make some money on my movies, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna cater to the horror crowd, stuff like that. But the bottom line is the dialogue in this. The story's not great, but the dialogue in this movie outstanding. Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny as shit. It's yeah. so funny. But he's the thing got is, a lot of great one-liners. And yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. He's such a sleazebag, but you like so him for some too. reason. Right? Exactly. It's like yeah. what a, that's so, that's a great character. This is when I want to bring Jenny in. Jenny is a is a is a female. person is a female who I just met today and who has. <laughs> Who has like maybe some insight into who and how somebody would see Eric as a female? Go. Wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. <laughs> you look very uncomfortable. Go, there. and I'm you very have uncomfortable. two minutes. Um. Well, first of all, I don't know why his girlfriend was with him so long. Um, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I, he he didn't have a good job. Uh, he wasn't uh, very attractive. Like she was well, attractive. He, a, he had so much hair. But like, yeah, yeah I agree. Why exactly. was that, that hot of a girl with him? Yeah. Oh, tell tell us why, he, babe. You got to really talk into that shit. You got to. Why really was Jody ever even with him? Yeah. He had a lot of hair. Is that important for relationships? No. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he anyway. was pretty much the worst. I, I, Why I, was he the worst? Um, because he was completely selfish and arrogant and egotistical, but he had nothing to back it up either. So he was like the worst of all worlds when it comes to a man. Right. You don't think he was handsome at all? 
No. no. What? Really? No. I thought he was. I mean, listen, he had he, a. Mike, you thought he was handsome? Well, I'm just you saying. Were, he, he looked just like my cousin. He, he was a very swarthy guy. He looked like he was in mid transformation of a uh, werewolf. Do you realize this guy is like barely older like he than me? He smelled like feet. <laughs> no, you don't remember that my Jew that we talked like about? Feet. It's disgusting. Oh my gosh. Remember how that he was hitting on that girl, that young girl, the young Jewish girl, and she was like, "You're so old." I, he's not much older than me. Well, what I'm trying to say is, if he was swarthy, and swarthy? if he looked the way he did, but he wasn't a complete. I feel like I'm ass. watching a skit now. Like they've <laughs> um, worked out the bits on this. <laughs> then it would make sense, but he's also uh, got nothing to back up, like looking like a piece of garbage and also being a piece of garbage. If he was one or the other. Yeah, he's dateable. What kind of piece of garbage, though? I mean, there's a lot of garbage. Turkish. All I what? He's Turkish. He was Turkish. <laughs> Turkey garbage. Okay, so All let's right. be real. He is a sleaze bag. He's very cynical. He's very selfish. He's very afraid of commitment to these beautiful women who want that to. That scene though, where she gives him the ring, like you say that it was a uh, like he did a bad job of declining it i thought it was brilliant the way he kind of well no because he didn't understand what was happening for half the time but why wouldn't you want to marry her if you're him because he's afraid of commitment because he's selfish because he's narcissistic all this stuff however i think there's some of that but i i think it's just him going no i'm not just i'm just not ready for any of that that's what no he's just kind of lost in his own kind of thought process he's like oh god hey listen as a man as a man i can't i understand not wanting to settle down with some person who you don't want to settle down with right however the problem is is this guy's kind of a piece of shit well, he sure, sure. And, but let's not, be real. Yeah, yeah. Let me talk about this for just one second. This, I feel like this movie they fecked us out a little bit. They were like, okay, this is a comedy horror, and it was. However, it's more of a rom com. It's more of a rom com. And then there was with about a couple, was it 15 minutes of horror. No. Oh no, it's rated R. In fact, There's no nudity. No, in fact, it was NC seventeen. This was NC seventeen in the beginning. No, there wasn't. Yeah, there was. There was son of tits. Son of tits. There was tons of tits. There was some tits. There was some. No, but I feel like this movie's stuff. a fake out because it's like, yeah, they're like this is a horror movie, but yet it's a rom com all about relationships. And as I read more, it's more about owner Turkels. That's what he does. He does. He taught. He makes his movies about like human relationships. And yeah, like he's good at female. It. And the thing is, this movie made me laugh my ass off. However, I will say one thing. The first time I watched this, I thought this was amazing. The second time I watched it, I was like, this shit's getting old. It's like, okay, we get it. You turn into a vampire. You do all this other stuff. And we're not spoiling the ending or anything like that. But it's like, everything turned out good for this asshole. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. What would you guys think? I only watched it once. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I think he's funny. If that guy directed, wrote, and did everything, he's fantastic. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I feel like maybe this is a one watcher because the second it is, time it I is got one a watch because if you're looking for a horror movie, you're gonna sit through forty minutes of rom com before but it's you get still to anything. Super funny. This is unlike any rom com I've ever had to see. It's through. like Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. It's like it, it's like yeah. funny comedy series shit. You're gonna enjoy it. 
uh, within one minute, you're going to sit down and hear him start talking to that girl, and you're going to go, yeah, God, this guy's funny. I feel like it's a really good date movie. Date movie. Because anyone you would be with would be better than that guy. Sure. Yeah. So, you can, <laughs> so you can both yeah, laugh like, oh, and be yeah, like happy about like that's this so see, that's what's, that you're that's what's great. I've never thought about know, it that way. It's a great date movie and it's a great date horror movie. So like if you like horror movies and she likes I mean, rom-coms, I, yeah, that's this true. is barely a, good a horror balance. movie though. By the way, if, if a girl that I was dating like rom-coms, that would be over right then and there. Right then what? and there. Why did you just crush it? Why'd you cry? Oh no! If you can like him, as long as I don't gotta watch him with you, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is an interesting movie. You don't like to it watch all... a deep uh, rom com movie no, because I about cry. love and life. No, because the problem is I watch sad movies. You don't want so- someone to see you cry when I watch the problems. So Janie walked in on me watching the Lavelle Edwards like oh. fucking uh, like. Yes, a third. Lavelle Edwards we've heard fucking about someone. It. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? Don't ever watch that. The greatest BYU coach Lavelle ever. Edwards is dead. By I was. The way. I He's know. Fucking someone. No, That's so disgusting. Oh my gosh! Stop it! So, don't don't you ever disrespect. You just Lavelle said Edwards. you were watching Lavelle Edwards fuck someone, and I just came in. I going, did not my say that. God, I what I'm saying is this: Who I, is Lavelle? I the greatest the BYU quarterback. BYU. And he was coach. watching movies where he was fucking no, I, someone. No, I was watching what? a documentary about Probably Lavelle some Edwards. Sweet That's the co-ed. first time she ever saw me cry. Because but, uh, I'm like, how old is this guy? Oh, Probably he's a sweet now. co-ed. Oh, he's uh, easily no, 80 years because, old. No, because the and thing he is, he was sweet the, the, like on tapes the whole stuff? documentary was 21. about how he, he needed to make young men... Not they were, they were twenty-one-year-old men. Shut! I'm gonna beat the fuck out of both of you. I'm There's serious. There's no right BYU now. fucking with gayness. No, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I cry at sad movies. At the boy with the striped pajamas, I cry. Moana. Oh, I cry. The Moana, I cried. What? The the man the who r- killed Hitler and then killed the Bigfoot, I cried. Oh. <laughs> I do not try to watch movies that make me cry. So that's why I don't watch them. That's why I do not. What do you do if you're in a movie and then you're like, this motherfucker's going to make me cry? I stand up and go, I got to go to the bathroom. Have you ever been in? Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. (laughs) I've been in a theater a couple times where I I can feel myself like, oh, God, don't do it. Don't have like. I'm a very emotional man. <laughs> like, really? Like, secretly. You know, how did we get on this? Because this movie was. Why do you Why, why do you got to be secret about it and go, not go, holy fuck, I'm, I, that really teared me up. I'll tell you two words. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> toxic That's masculinity. That's why. Oh, I thought you I were have, talking about I that. Have that sounds the toxic, like six words. I have the toxic masculinity. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me cry. This movie was never going to make me cry, but that's also why I don't watch rom-coms. Here's the thing. Rom-coms don't make you cry. Shut the fudge up. Okay, they Here, do at the end. They're still magnolias or something like that. The best thing cry. about this movie, the lead character, and it was a character study of this movie, was amazing. Yeah, it's, he writes Eric and directs. Was amazing. It's, he yeah. was so funny. The way he interacted with his girlfriend, his coworkers, his ex girlfriend's new dude, absolutely genius. He gets bitten by probably the most awkward vampire of all time, and the moral of the story is this. When you want to make a change in your life, make sure it's not too late. Because after he got bit, he wanted to make a change. 
Oh my gosh! I'm God, burping. I can hear your guts. Sorry, sorry. I was like, oh my God, a vampire's coming. I just want right to. I just saying, if you want to make a change, make sure you haven't dug yourself into uh, too big of a hole that you can't climb out of. Right. But however, if you have, if you have dug too deep, enjoy the shit out of it. I did want to say though that vampire guy when when he was standing there talking to him, going like, In oh, the do you want to? He reminded me of Sean McKinney from from, uh, from yes. uh, uh, Kids in the Hall. Yes, he like, did. Oh, yes. what do you want to do? Do you want to be a vampire? Yeah. And I was like, damn, I love that motherfucker. How funny was this movie? Before because we like, it, uh, how funny was this movie on a scale of one to ten? I will say seven. I'm going to say a seven. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it. He's funny. I don't know about that. So, uh, I thought the like the, the first one act to was seven, great. Ritzy. Uh, like the very first to, act was great. Like I, I liked the the kind of build up, the banter. I thought it was funny. It was hilarious. Second act was even better. It was like, all right, he's changing, whatever. But the ending, but sucked. yeah, it was I like agree. the third act is just like downhill. Yeah, no, and that, that's my thing. The first time I was still, the first time I watched this, I was still so enthralled with the, the beginning that I was like, whatever. I watched this again, and then I started getting a little bored. I'm like, I know what's gonna happen, so I was like, eh, this is a one watcher. However. I give this a buy. Yeah, I I'd give it a buy. I think he's funny. I think the dude's talented as shit. He's gonna be funny in a lot of movies, and he's gonna keep doing. But he's funny never gonna movies. make another movie that we're gonna yeah. want to watch. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, and I'll he probably he probably he, he probably didn't want to make this movie. He went. All no, right, he wanted get- to make money. <laughs> yeah, obviously, he no, wanted he, to make this he movie. literally wanted to make money. That's why he did. He he put horror shit into it. Yeah, there was I saw an interview. Twenty minutes him. of horror. They, just, they glossed over so much stuff, though, that they could have like delved into deeper. Do you realize what we're going to do next episode? A sleazy-ass 70s lesbian vampire movie. It's about time. It's about time. Can't wait. I bet. Because we've done so much like classy shit, and this is probably... You already know what we're going to do? Classy. Oh, we might do Vampiros Lesbos if we haven't done that yet. <laughs> is that what it's called? That's exactly what it's called. Listen, I want to see some vampire, like lesbian. Where was this made? I want to see some. Was this made in the United States? Oh no, this this was made. No, this was made. This was made in Brooklyn. They filmed it in Brooklyn. Really? No, wait. Were you talking about next episode or this episode? This was made in Brooklyn. Filmed everything in Brooklyn. So me saying, I want to see some clits and tits. No, we'll do that next episode, you guys. Next episode. So. What do we got? High rent, high buy. I do give it a high buy because I thought he was I'll give funny. It, a buy, yeah. I'll see it was a good you. movie. He's, but he's it got never... old real quick. It yeah. got old. This, it, and problem... I agree with Ritzy. Yeah, the, the last half was... I agree. It took a shit in the dark. But he ended up in the threesome. Sorry to spoil it, oh, which is amazing. Dark. So it's like, whatever. It's a spoiler. So here we go. That's all we got for this movie, you guys. Watch Summer of Blood. It was great. He's a piece of shit, but that's what made he's this movie. He's an SOB. Uh, he's, he's a funny fella. Okay, so let's, and he's Turkish. He's Turkish. He, made, he's so he Turkish. wanted you to know for sure that he was Turkish, yeah. right? <laughs> so let's times. go over the uh, worst of the cigarettes episode. you could ever smoke in your life is those Turkish numbers. I don't even know. I don't even smoke cigarettes, so I don't know. What's that uh, Turkish thing from the Turkish Delight? Yes, yes. Oh, from uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Uh, yeah, Turkish. nerd. Ritzy, wouldn't you love to come and sit in my sleigh and have some tea? All right, let's end this before it gets too weird. I'm going to remind everybody the question of the episode. I was at Psycho Las Vegas last week, saw a lot of bands that I've never heard, but there were a ton of great performances from some of those bands, which made me want to check them out 
and I became a fan. Name 10 of them right now. Uh, I already did in the episode, so shut the F up, Ricky. So basically the question is, have you ever seen a band, maybe an opener or a festival band that you didn't know much about, but after you saw them, you became a fan? Call it in 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. I ain't even asking these mother effers if they got anything else to say. Because you don't, right? Wouldn't you like to have some of my Turkish delights? So for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Bye.